Dear partners, friends and supporters of Konrad Adenauer Stiftung, we are happy to welcome you to our first edition of Podcasts, a new series which is brought to you by CAS Belarus. Last week was a week of anniversaries and holidays. In Belarus we only had three working days and four of them in Lithuania, so everyone had at least one free day on the 1st of May. Many people use that extra time for planting potatoes. A Belarusian expert, Janis Melianso from our partner organization, the Minsk Dialogue, recently wrote that the most probable response to the COVID-19 pandemic by Belarusians will be planting three times more potatoes this year than they did the year before. Unfortunately, we don't have reliable statistics on that issue yet. And on the second free day last week, the Ancestors' Day, we had a chance to enjoy the beautiful nature of Belarus or Lithuania, because after three cold weeks of April, which brought a lot of sun, rain and snow, sometimes all of them within the matter of an hour, we finally got to enjoy the first true harbingers of spring. The nature awakens, you can see blooming trees, trees without any leaves on them and next to them bushes which are already completely green. What a beautiful diversity. One local tree that is green throughout the year is the Jelka, uh, which we call Fichte in German. Did you know that the English word for this tree, spruce, literally means from Prussia? Over a long time, spruces used to be exported from Belarus, Poland or Lithuania down the rivers of Njoman and Vistula through the Prussian ports on the Baltic Sea to be sold, among others, in the UK. Over there, this type of tree was unknown, so people named it after its supposed origin, spruce from Prussia, although the trees often hadn't even grown there. But back to Belarus. The planting of potatoes is of course not the only response of the people to the COVID-19 pandemic. Also here we can see a lot of diversity if we look at the latest developments in the Belarusian society. Let's hear the opinion of Vadim Majeika. In 2019, Vadim was involved in organizing one of the biggest international events in Belarus with participation of high-level experts. And we as CAS are a long-standing partner. This event, organized by the Deutsch-Belarusische Gesellschaft, DBG, is called Minsk Forum and has been taking place annually in the Belarusian capital over the past 16 years. Vadim, what are the most interesting intentions among all this diversity of responses of the Belarusian society to the COVID-19 pandemic? We can talk about two opposite types of reactions to the coronavirus in Belarusian society. From the one hand, we can find a wide range of examples of solidarity. Local restaurants support hospitals, providing some hot meals for doctors. Activists start a lot of crowdfunding campaigns. They collect money for medical equipment. IT startups use 3D printers to create medical face shields for doctors. And of course, some people and businesses Uh, more than 140 companies uh, financially support all of these solidarity campaigns. But from the other hand, uh, many Belarusians demonstrate passivity and ignoring the dangers of the virus. People still visit shopping malls and even football championship. Uh, they walk in the parks in large groups without masks. Uh, these uh, features 
of paternalistic society. Belarusian people are waiting for what authorities will do. So passiveness of the part of Belarusian society is the mirror of the passiveness of Belarusian authority. The problem is that Belarusian society is not so much experienced in solidarity, in common actions. All those uh, new medical support campaigns that arose during the current coronavirus epidemic also can give a good example of solidarity for many people in Belarus. Thank you, Vadim. The biggest and the most impressive volunteer initiative in Belarus at this moment concerning the pandemic is called by COVID-19. We have asked Nadia Lutchik, one of its coordinators, to tell us shortly about the origins of this initiative and to answer us one important question. What are the most interesting intentions she has discovered coordinating this important project? But firstly, about the origins of it. Nadia, how did it start? On the 26th of March, Andrei Strizak and uh, Yulia Zorashkevich started the crowdfunding campaign on the Mola Mola website. And this, at the same time, they uh, cooperated with Reitsek Shop, uh, who as well started the crowdfunding campaign for supporting medical in Belarus. The main aim was to crowdfund money for buying individual section for doctors and very soon everything <laughs> everything came to the big uh, volunteer move all over the Belarus. Can you tell us about the participation of Business Society of Belarus in this initiative? To be honest, till now we are collecting uh, suggestions from business and still we are crowdfunding money from uh, business companies uh, in order to buy all stuff for doctors. We know that cooperation with Ministry of Health, a lot of businesses already participated and we know that there were quite huge results for these participations, but still we don't know if actual help, for example, Wargaming and IPAM helped buy 700,000 respirators for our doctors, but we still do not know if they were brought to the clinics and the doctors themselves. So uh, we know that business participates a lot, but we can uh, tell only about our uh, initiative and how business helps us. Be honest, the easiest way to cooperate with business is to find the exact alert and connect directly to the business and then seller or business itself uh, uh, they transfer the help to the hospital because it's uh, maybe the easiest documental way and it usually business has requests for the absolutely clean uh, documentation like white and clean documentation so this way is probably the most legal one do you work with the regions? Every day, actually, we connect to the people who work in regions because uh, in the regions there are a lot of volunteers who also collect data from hospitals who are buying locally some stuff for hospitals who are taking care of how doctors eat, get to the work, where they live and all other initiatives that we have all around the Belarus. As for us, we really 
trying to help our colleagues in the region. And uh, we really try to coordinate, help them to coordinate themselves according to the urgent task we get from... uh, yeah, we have a special forum where every chief doctor of every hospital can uh, put requests for what is needed. And for sure, we need to coordinate our, say, our amount of everything we bought with the regional volunteers because they do buy a lot by themselves. So this is probably the main question, the main uh, area we connect. Do we work with state authorities? In normal life, I mean, like now every day this volunteer move, we cooperate with the Ministry of Health as well as the UNICEF from recently because Ministry of Health can help us with the legalization of our health for sure. Sometimes doctors, regions, chief doctors, they are not able to take our help because they are afraid that this is illegal or something like that. So Ministry of Health helps us to coordinate in such kind of situation. As for UNICEF, uh, recently we came to kind of union because UNICEF announced that they are able to help uh, Belarus in buying different stuff for hospitals uh, for one million and five hundred thousand. And um, uh, but uh, to be honest, UNICEF is not able to get the proper information about the real situations in hospital, but we do. So this is the point of our cooperation. We are able to help UNICEF uh, in the proper transferring the help to the exact hospitals that really do need it. Also, we cooperate with the Ministry of International Affairs. Uh, recently, for example, they helped us to transfer uh, around 100 plus oximeters uh, that helped to... Uh, get the exact information of saturation in the human body. Uh, so we bought those oximeters in uh, Poland and in uh, all around Europe, to be true. And Minister of International Affairs uh, and Polish Embassy uh, helped us to transfer it to Minsk. So I think that we're quite well with the cooperation with governmental structures. And can you t- tell us some short conclusions? Of what has impressed you most during all this campaign? In my opinion, campaign starts really in a really cool way. And I think it got magic that we're still uh, able to work because actually, for example, one of our colleagues, Hacker Space, they announced the finish of uh, their project. They, they were making visas, transparent visas for our doctors, but we are still, for example, on the wave, and I th- I hope that next few months, because let's be true, we're waiting that, let's say, not waiting. I think that this uh, pandemia will be quite long for Belarus, because we don't have any quarantine, we don't have any closure of the borders, so people not announced and not motivated to wear self-protection like masks or gloves or uh, using antiseptics. So I think that this pandemia will last for Belarus for next two or three months uh, at least. So I think that our work will be very, very demanded uh, this summer. And that means that probably... That will be the hottest summer we ever had in our lives. 
uh, because we'll be, I think we'll be totally busy. And uh, the thing that I'm really worrying about is this, you know, psychological pressure that we have every day because we are working with doctors and they're really, really emotional about what is happening. And also we're working with other volunteers and we see how fast people can get really depressed because of the real situation uh, when they discover it. So uh, my main conclusion maybe that I can make is that it's quite cool to stay home and try to protect yourself from uh, the pandemia. For sure, wearing masks and gloves is obligatory. At the same time, we need to be strong and we need to cooperate. And I think and I hope that business structures and uh, government will for sure help us with that. Because uh, we all need to be united, not separately working. Thank you, Nadia, for your short overview of this very important activity. And thank you for your work. We will take this positive news and its energy with us into this working week and we hope that you will do the same. A few words on upcoming activities by Konrad Adenauer Stiftung. This week, on the 7th of May, we are going to start with a series of online discussions in which we want to make use of our global network of CAS offices and speak about the uh, effects of the COVID pandemic. We've called the series Coping with COVID-19 and we want to take a closer look into the strategies that states and societies apply to mitigate the effects of the pandemic in their countries and what we can learn about uh, the changing situation of them in international politics. Secondly, this is now an announcement of an announcement. We are going to start an essay contest that we organized together with the European Humanities University in Vilnius on the topic of culture of remembrance 75 years after the Second World War, and a contest that will be open for students to take part in this. Check out our website. We will announce this on Friday the 8th of May. In our next edition, we will try to find the answer to the question why. Why does the Belarusian society react to the current situation in the country this way? We hope that the 75th anniversary of the end of the Second World War, which this year will be celebrated either on the balcony while hashtag stay at home or at the parade, will provide us with several ideas to help us to find the answer to this question. Stay with us, stay safe, stay positive. Shire Vitani, Shin Grus, Kas Belarus. Mm-hmm.